So welcome back, everyone. As per usual, I am your host, Michelle. And today, Luca is joining us, our in-house expert, the founder of Spark on everything artificial intelligence. Okay, so today we are going to look into the question of healthcare and like, what does AI, what can AI do for healthcare? Um, we're going to well, go through a number of samples. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. This is a fascinating uh, topic and um, the applications are very, very... Um, abundant. I mean, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to mention a couple, but uh, there's so much that machine learning can do here. Uh, the challenge is that, you know, when we're talking about health, uh, you know, there's there's a, an extra layer, well, a couple of extra layers of complexity. Number mm -hmm. one, it's about data privacy. And number two is about, uh, you know, resp responsible AI, okay? Because here we're mm -hmm. dealing with the uh, um, you know, a lot of uh, confidential data and a lot of uh, important uh, data, important decisions are taken uh, using these algorithms. So the, the, the applications uh, so far haven't been straightforward, okay? Mm -hmm. To my knowledge, I think uh, radiology is one area where uh, computer vision in particular can uh, really um, make a difference. And, um, you know, the ability to analyze images through pattern recognition, it has been there for a long time. And I think that, um, you know, the objective here is not to replace the doctor or the radiologist. The objective is uh, really to speed up their work so that they are able to uh, focus uh, their time on, uh, you know, the areas uh, of the process where um, it matters the most. Okay. Yes. And I've heard there's, a, there's an interesting company based in the States. I think it's San Diego. And they're doing something on machine learning. Uh, I think it's for mammograms. Can you explain a little bit? Do you have you heard of them? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I've heard of them. I think they are applying uh, natural language processing and advanced machine learning uh, mm -hmm. to probably mine uh, the abundant uh, uh, textual data that is uh, uh, surround that surrounds uh, the. Um, patients uh, everywhere now i mean digitization is a process that is uh, changing the industry so uh, mm -hmm. majority of the data uh, when you're getting into an hospital is on a digital records and i imagine the cure metrics is applying an awful lot of those techniques to really understand what's going on um, you know at a aggregated level so if there are common patterns um, among patients with the same uh, uh, condition so I'm, I don't know the details, but that's broadly speaking what I think they're doing. Yeah, it sounds very interesting. I do think um, from what I remember, it is a matter of they if they see the patterns early enough, they're able to put in an intervention where it matters most. So early stages, basically. Okay, interesting. And our next example. Yeah, we've um, during your research, you surfaced uh, an interesting example, always in the area of... Uh, uh, computer vision, uh, which is mm -hmm. uh, uh, in which is about um, pathology analysis. So, mm -hmm. I'm not an expert, but I know that pathologists uh, look for um, specific uh, uh, cues into tissue samples. They do it mm -hmm. with uh, uh, microscopes, and I imagine that this is uh, um, you know a significant time investment. So, if mm -hmm. again uh, we were able to speed up their work with an AI that essentially does the heavy lifting or uh, does the pre-screening phase uh, or even even uh, flags samples that are suspicious uh, for a second uh, 
a review, a second human review, that could uh, really uh, improve the workflows and uh, yeah, bring a lot of value to the doctors and to the patients. Yes, I can imagine. Um, I think for that example, the project is being headed by uh, Memorial Sloan Keating, something like this. So they're mm -hmm. the oldest private center in the world and they're based in New York. And one of the things is that when you have a facility like this that has like a lot of funding and there's a lot of money coming in and they're able to actually experiment and see how can you use AI in this way, it cascades to the rest of the, rest of the world really well because then they, they do the trial and error and then when they figure out how to do it, they can just give out the information and the other health centers can do with it as they please. It's really cool. Certainly. And let's not forget that the name of the game is data. Uh, mm -hmm. Therefore, uh, if these institutions are able to collect, anonymize and share uh, data, data sets and data samples, uh, then um, uh, their whole research community can benefit and can uh, bring forward uh, the research in this very interesting area. All right. So cool. Okay. So for our last example. Yeah, we were talking um, about individualized and precision medicine. And this is a, a pure machine learning problem, uh, which is actually pretty straightforward if we define it, but not so straightforward to solve it. So you have a patient um, affected by a disease and you want to determine the optimal combination of uh, treatments uh, that have to be received by the patient. And uh, this uh, set of recommendations uh, should, be, uh, should be individually conceived uh, for each patient. And this is the non-straightforward part. Typically, a doctor does that uh, to some extent, but here we are really talking about taking a very, very deep uh, profiling information about the patient, including, uh, <clears throat> you know, whatever, whatever attribute you can imagine, demographic, uh, sociological, or, or um, yeah, gen, yeah, wh whatever, whatever you can imagine, and then devise that uh, strategy. So this is uh, this is probably the most uh, advanced uh, use case. I never really um, dived into into this one, and I never really I've never seen so far any technology solving this mm -hmm. problem. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to study more about this and then come back uh, in another uh, one on one uh, question of AI episode and in the share more about this. Yes, indeed, this is uh, probably an example that will have an entire episode on in particular because of just how consequential it is like personalized medicine that is the purview of people who have the money to actually get all the different types of doctors to look at all the different sets yeah. right but if that is something that you can model into a system that is a benefit that we can pretty much give out to society at large so it's pretty cool yeah well thank you michelle thanks for um, bringing uh, these examples to uh, the episode would like to thank all the uh, listeners and all the viewers on youtube if you like our content please subscribe uh, and uh, hit that like button thank you very much Bye, guys.